what's going on, everybody? You're listening to The Sane Show, the show about nothing and everything. I'm your host, Cliff. Today, I got a very special guest with us. I got Barry Brewer, actor, comedian, musician. He plays Eric on BT's new hit series, The Games People Play. How you doing, Eric? I mean, I'm Barry. I think I'm so seeing you on the show as Eric. <laughs> oh, you, Eric. How you doing today, man? I'm good, bro. How you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I, I, you know, this is actually a highly anticipated episode. I've been, I've been telling people that uh, that listen to the show that you know that you are going to be on, and you know, a lot of people have been like really excited. You're like one of the biggest guests that <laughs> that have. Uh, thus far came on the same show. So like, I'm super excited really quick before we, before we jump into things, I want to take a moment to shout out the listeners, you know, for continuing to listen and, you know, follow the same show and, you know, spreading the word, you know, all the listeners around the world, we got listeners in 23 countries every wow. day, you know, right. I think about that and I'm like, man, like that, that's super dope. Uh, so, you know, for all the listeners out there, if you're not following us already, you know, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sane underscore show. That's Sane, S-A-N-E underscore show. And then you can catch us on Facebook, The Sane Show. You know, feel free to shoot us a message and, you know, definitely be sure to respond well, with any questions that you guys may have. And uh, that way you learn a little bit more about our guests, what they have going on, things related to that. So let's go ahead and hop right into it. Today we're going to talk about the Chicago's comedy scene, the evolution of comedy, and then we're going to have an interview with Barry to let you guys get to learn a little bit more about what he's got going on and just learn a little bit more about him as an actor, comedian, and a musician as well. Let's go ahead and dive right into it. So the Chicago comedy scene, and you know, I kind of mentioned this to you uh, before the the recording Barry you know one of the things you know just looking at you and I think it's really cool as well is that you're from you're from Chicago mm-hmm. and there are quite a few comedians from Chicago and not not just Chicago but Illinois and and also uh, around the Chicago area I think it's you unique and I look at Chicago like how people look at the West Coast and New York City for rap and maybe even Atlanta, like you being from those areas, you know, you kind of got that expectation. So when I did some research into you and found out you were from the Chicago area, I'm like, man, like, I wonder what that feels like, you know, being a comedian from Chicago. So tell me a little bit about that. What, like, what, what does that feel like for you? Just being from Chicago and the comedy scene, man, it's an honor actually, because you gotta be funny. You know, when you come up in Chicago comedy scene, because there is a very honest just crowd and audience in most in all rooms, I should say, just because of the nature of the city. You know, it's a grind city. It's a, you know, uh, I call it a blue collar city. And you have your white collars, but for the most part with the comedy scene, you're performing for a lot of blue collar people. So it's not a lot of, uh, <laughs> you know, people spend their hard earned money to come out and enjoy themselves like they're expecting a great show. So that brings a level of pressure to the you know environment and for whatever reason because of just the city i believe the grind it kind of creates great comics you know what i mean because of the realness and the genuineness around the city so um coming up there for me truthfully you know i live in los angeles now but it's an honor to be a part of that culture if you will i definitely mm-hmm. can see in you know going to different places around the country and across the world that starting comedy there definitely gave me a muscle 
that I probably wouldn't have developed otherwise. You know what I mean? Just being able to command the audience, you know, even when maybe the audience don't want to laugh, you know, finding that that end with them or that connection with them and learning how to win them over no matter what the situation is. So I definitely credit that to, you know, starting stand up in Chicago. Word, word. <laughs> uh, just, I, I, I can, I can definitely understand that because I'm just thinking, just being from Chicago, it's, it's almost like when you know people talk about they're from New York, like you. It's a different level of, uh, of uh, toughness, you know. Like you, you got it. You're built a certain way if you're from New York, and so I can, I can definitely see that being the same case with you know you being a comedian from Chicago. Like you are built a certain way, like we not built like the rest of these people from some of these other cities. Like we we're built, we're built differently. Like we, we can handle more. So let me ask you, who is your favorite comedian that is from the area as well? From the area. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I would probably say from Chicago, who's a great comedian other than Bernie. Yeah. I would say Bernie Mac, but are you saying somebody that I, I heard, I, you know, really got to see come up. Um, any, anybody, anybody. Well, yeah, Bernie I, Bernie Mac hands down. <laughs> From my city, would be Bernie Mac. Yeah, that's that's my favorite too, man. What makes you say that? Oh man, he's just funny. He's just uh, undeniably funny. Like there's mm-hmm. no other way to cut it. You know, it's just it's a true it's a true testament to being yourself. Yeah, being honest, being real. You know, as transparent as possible. And people liking it and buying into it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just something about sincerity and genuineness that seems to just always win, if that makes sense. So I just love his honesty, his rawness. Even though I'm a clean comic, I love his, right. you know, his straight, you know, just straight to the point, which even though I'm a clean comic, I'm, I possess some of those same, you know, I like to say I possess some of those same qualities and just being yeah. honest about my observation of, mm-hmm. you know, things. So, yeah, that's what I love about him. You, you know, it's so funny that you you say that because one of the things I noticed in, in watching your latest stand-up special, and you guys got to check that out too, uh, that you are a storyteller. Oh, thank you, know, you, you man. You're really... Yeah, yeah, check that out. Chicago, I'm home is the name of it. <laughs> streaming free on Amazon Prime right now. So make sure you go watch that. Yeah. It's, all, it's on all other platforms, iTunes, YouTube. You go see it. So definitely go check that out. Chicago, I'm home. That's important. Yeah, I heard the man. <laughs> Go check it out. <laughs> and so, yeah, definitely want to, because that's that's a big thing for me. And I think that's what makes comedians so relatable is the the, the fact that they're able to, because it, it doesn't matter what, I guess, what, what time you're living in. Like, mm-hmm. if you can, if you can relate to whoever your audience is, that's what's going to give you a leg up and whatever situation is the ability to relate to the people that you're telling your jokes to. And, and it doesn't matter. You don't like you're a clean comic. Yes. But it doesn't matter at the end of the day, because what, what everything you're saying is relatable to the audience that you're talking to. So how does that work for you? Like what's your mindset basically when you're coming up with your material that you're, that you're creating for your listeners, your listeners, your fan, when you do your stand up special? Yeah, well, it's a great question. I think it's just trying to be honest about life. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, I, I don't think, I, I used to come up when I first started, I've been doing it for a minute. So, you know, it used to be like, oh, what's funny? But now you're starting to just talk about mm. the, the, the experiences you have. You know, I'm a father now, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm a, I'm a black father, right? Right. How that, how that looks in America, how that, how that translates and 
how I parent my son and, 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 you know, in the world and us traveling and different experiences that, and, you know, I'm not with my son's mother, but I'm, I'm in a new relationship and how that dynamic happens. And everybody can attest, you know, relate to that. Like, right. you know, so bringing a real situation, making it funny, of course, or sometimes you don't got to make nothing. You can just say it how it is. And it's mm-hmm. funny enough, you know, right. just talking about real life. I mean, I, I honestly think that's what made Bernie Mac funny. And, I think yeah. that's what we laugh the hardest. <laughs> something that, you know what I mean? Like something you can truly relate to. Like, right. like that's crazy. You know, like I, I talk about the airplane. I like I didn't do this on my special, but I did this on another uh Gabriel Iglesias show on Comedy Central. And I talk about traveling. I'm like, man, you ever walk past first class? Don't they make you feel like you a peasant? Like four, <laughs> right? Like everybody yeah. laughs at that because unless you, you know, you fly first class often, like you feel that way. You, yeah. you, you know, they eating up front. You got to get some peanuts and a mm-hmm. stale water. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you feel like nobody cares about me. And then they set the little sheet to make you feel like you unimportant. Like, like you don't belong on this side of the plane. You know what I mean? Right. Like just experiencing those moments and just, I guess my observation of it, like, man, that looks, you know, and then bringing it to the stage. Because a lot of really what I talk about, I think great comedians talk about is things that people probably think some way, somehow, but there's no open forum outside of their families and friends to share. So to hear somebody mm-hmm. kind of share what you share, you, like, it's just a connection right there. You know, somebody like, hey, man, I was thinking, he's like, man, I was thinking, you know, it's an <laughs> excitement and a connection when you know somebody was thinking the same thing you're thinking, regardless right. of what it is, you got to be at a restaurant or, you yeah. know, a, a appliance or whatever, you know, like y'all waiting for, um, yeah, wait. Maybe it's like you have been in the bank, and it's like one teller, and it's yeah. like several other workers that could mm-hmm. come and tell. But and it's a long line, and you're like, man, I'm waiting. Somebody like, man, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think comedy, you know, from the stand-up part to the audience is that connection. Y'all being yeah. able to just connect about something that y'all probably both was thinking, and comics right. is the one who I guess brings it out, you know, on their platform. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, honestly. That's the best thing about comedy, in, in in my opinion, is when a comedian says something and you'd be like, yo, I was thinking the same thing, bro. Like, exactly. <laughs> it is like, I'm not the only one, you know, like, I'm not the one, I'm not the only one that goes through that. I'm not the only one that, that thinks that as well, you know, exactly. especially when those situational things where if something were to happen and you do X, Y, Z, it's like, yo, I would have done the same thing. And it's like, yo, and like, you just, the audience be, be wilding over that. And I think. That's the coolest thing. And honestly, that's what that's what makes uh, comedians like yourself successful. It's like, again, uh, just being able to, at the end of the day, relate to the audience. Because it doesn't matter how big you are. It's like, yo, I know. Right. I do it too. Right. <laughs> like, and that's the thing about celebrities. Like, like people don't understand. Like, whether they yeah. be in front of it, they're regular humans. They have every deal with everything that you deal with like they're not different like there's no difference truthfully other than their bank account like it's not you know what i mean they have all the relationship issues if they're a parent they deal with that that those issues if they're you know mm-hmm. relationships there's just certain subjects that i think will always be universal and i got to perform in dubai and i talk about that in my special oh sir. and i was nervous about relating or connecting yeah only to come find out that they are living just like us they have wives and, and, and children and just jobs and life you know everything mm-hmm. that you deal with on a daily basis they deal with it and we kind of think because they're in a di- different country that yeah life is so different from for them but it's not it's exactly wow. 
Mm-hmm. Wow, that, <laughs> that's super dope, bro. Yeah. That's super dope. Yeah, it was dope to experience it, too, because it opened my mind, you know. Right. But, yeah, man, that that I'm so grateful to be a part of this, you know, this world of comedy. I'm very fortunate, mm-hmm. I believe. I feel very fortunate for God to have given me this gift. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, you already see people like me. I'm funny, you know, like. I'm grateful that I got the gift and I'm good at it. You know, I see a lot of people that ain't so gifted and they think right. they are. And they're just like, Ooh, I'm glad I'm not, I'm no offense. Right. <laughs> I'm glad I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm glad I know what good is. Some people don't right. know that either. Like people don't know. Like, you don't know. But I agree. yeah, I agree. You definitely wanted to go one. So. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. I, I just feel like I have a good sense of, what's funny and what's not funny i guess mm-hmm. and i don't i don't take that as a um and i don't really think that's a something you can learn i think that's even you got it or you don't i think it's god right. given you know what i mean like god's gifted right. you like how some people can sing some people just can't sing and some people have it you know right. that's why i don't understand when people get arrogant it's like man i really truly believe it's a god-given gift so it's no reason for me to walk around Right. All big time about it. It's like, dude, God gave me this gift, bro. You know, I'm grateful for it. So, right, right. I want to go ahead and get into our our next topic. Okay, the, the evolution of comedy. Evolution. And I really been looking forward to this one because. The, the age that we live in now, social media is having a huge impact on comedy. And I, you know, I follow you on Instagram, like a lot of other people do. And one of the things, you know, the, the skits and, you know, you get on there, you got your, you do your motivational Mondays and everything, which really great. You're, you, you definitely have a strong presence on social media. So I, I definitely give you that. Oh, and you. yeah, one of the things I want to talk to you about, I guess, how, how does that help? people like yourself like what what has that done for you having that tool of so the, oh the tool of social media as a comedian social media has really i think opened up a great opportunity for creatives in general whether you be a singer producer comic an actor because it just really gets you to connect directly with the audience you know what i mean tv used to be you know you had to get a deal through the network or through a a movie studio to kind of get any exposure to the world to know that you exist. And right. with the internet and social media, whatever gift and talent, you can really build your own audience right there. You don't need somebody to tell you you're good enough or not. You know what I'm saying? Like right. the, the audience will tell you because of the response to whatever content you're putting out there. So I think it's helped in a tremendous way. Um, but with that, with anything, like anything, there's good and there's bad. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that it's, it's about putting it in perspective, but I definitely think it's a, a added help to creatives like myself. Got it. So is it because one of the things I think about, one, you know, I, I, I also specialize in marketing and with social media, like social media is also a challenge, uh, not a challenge, but a, a channel where people, people now more than ever have more of a say so as far as who gets heard and who doesn't. You know, people don't like you. They're not going to listen to you. And I respect that. Right. <laughs> I respect that right to and always that, have. <laughs> right. Exactly. Now, I think the, the cool thing is, too, because one thing I tell people is, OK, right. You can have all the people behind you, 
but you may not have the right people listening to you. And I think where in your situation is, is rather unique because you don't have to have all the people. You have a you yourself have a healthy amount of followers where you got enough people following you and you can get the word out too. But you also have some of the right people following you as well. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to have everybody. You just got to have some of the right people. And I, I think that's become one of the things with you because you got some of the right people that are listening to you and therefore allowing some of these opportunities that you have now to have opened up for you. So I guess... What are, I guess, some of the challenges? Because especially when we talk about social media, not only for musicians, but I see it's a big thing with comedians. Like, what, I guess, what would you say would have been some of the challenges you being in that, sharing that space with other comedians? Because there are a lot of good comedians on social media, I'll say that. And I, I follow a lot of them. For you yourself, what would you say have been some of the challenges to having for to be me, in that? Yeah. There's truly been no challenges other than not allowing anybody that's kind of sharing their perspective or their view of your content mm-hmm. to um, to make you feel any type of way. I think just, you know, not that you shouldn't consider what people say, but mm-hmm. it has to be with, with, within reason. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll give you an example. I did a sketch, um, a consistent sketch with a guy named Minx, my friend Minx with the braids. If you watch mm-hmm. my sketches, you probably, I'm sure you know him. And yeah. uh, we did this series about, <laughs> it's funny, you know, typical, like, I would say inner city hood type of concept where <laughs> this guy kind of bullies, bully robs me consistently. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, real life, that just is not ideal, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the sketch, I'm, a, I'm this character that is intimidated and just, you know what I mean, don't want problems. You know, you've seen this in movies time and time again. Long story short, you know, people started to get a certain way, like, hey, man, why you keep letting them rob you? And, and then mm-hmm. I had a situation with my son, and he had a son. It was another sketch where his son, basically, he doesn't rob me because I have my son, but he makes his yeah. son basically takes <laughs> something from my son. And uh, people lost their mind about that. And really? I just think, yeah. Or people were saying a lot of things, more so to him than me, but I just think people get so invested in this imaginary world and i think they forget like hey this is just entertainment this is not life this is simply here to entertain you and you can't take it too serious you know what i mean because it's not for that it's it's to be funny you know if you watch key and peel if you watch anything comedy related you know there's going to be some things that's stretched and you got to understand for what it is like just understand this is what it is and if you don't like it that's respectful just don't watch it. Keep it moving, you know. But people are very invested in sharing their their views and, and perspective on how you should do your creativeness or how you should share your creativeness. And and if you're creative, or I guess it wouldn't be a struggle to me because I'm grateful to have been to a level of maturity to understand when you put it out there. Let people say what they want to say. You know what I mean? Just know who you are. Examine your your content and, and stay true to yourself. But you know, not let it move me. But I would say that could be a very great challenge too a creative, you know, that really cares about how people view them and you don't want to lose followers and you don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. And I've learned as I get older, like (laughs) you can try all you want to not offend and do all of those things. It's just, it's inevitable. You know what I mean? Right. You could be a good person and and just be nice and somebody will still be offended. You tell somebody, how you doing? Why you want to harm them? What? I was thinking, I was being polite. What are you talking about? 
Right, right. You ain't gotta be polite over here. Okay. <laughs> and I and I'm I'm just funny, but it really happened to me before. Like being polite. Oh my to somebody, goodness. Yeah, people are just some people are just, you know, just want friction. They want, you know, it's unfortunate yeah. and sad that that's the case, but it's true. That's why drama, negative stuff hit the news more. The news mm-hmm. has been around forever, and you always see, for the most part, negativity is what's highlighted more so than positiveness. Yeah. And, and that's unfortunate, but it shows you that people are more attracted to that. So right. I don't give it no energy. I don't give it negativity, anything that that's way. It. I don't give it no energy, and I try to stay positive and try to associate myself. You know, mm-hmm. and I've learned, you know, with the content, put it out there, and I don't really get as invested in the comments when they're negative. I try to respond to my followers and my people that supported me much as possible and if i see you know Word. something that i can just maybe put in perspective i will but i don't really get into that i got too much stuff i'm focused on to be sitting here typing you out <laughs> trying to explain or telling you right off of. like it doesn't even matter i don't even block people like i let my haters watch if you want to see you know <laughs> like, hey. maybe, maybe you hit one of my motivational mondays and it'll encourage you and you'll yeah. be a better person so you know right just try to be a be the best I can, and hopefully my light shines, and I can you know help somebody along the way. Or yeah, because yeah, I definitely agree with you on that one. Like it, people, people always, people are always gonna have something to say, and mm-hmm. you know, for me, I, I I think it sucks sometimes that you know celebrities have to sometimes get out there and make a video addressing all this. Because sometimes I watch them, and I'm like, really, right? They really like, have... who are they? They can't like, why do you have right. to tell them about your personal life? Exactly. Like, you know, who are you? Like, to Kevin Hart had to do that. Yeah. And I really was so, um, now, I get you. I, I understand if something can be uh, interpreted differently, but he was saying, I guess he had said something on Twitter about he not wanting his son to be gay, but the, it was a joke. So right. my son was gay or something like that. And the whole community was outraged. And Ellen, I was grateful for Ellen, Ellen stepping out, speaking on his behalf. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I... It's just unfortunate. People are so sensitive. They don't, they, they, you know, you can't talk about yeah. nobody, but it's like, it, I don't know. Well, we was raised in black families and every, you can have a cousin <laughs> that got a handicap. Uh, he could be an amputee and they will right. talk about him so yeah. bad. And, and, you know what I'm saying? And then, and they don't mean nothing bad by it. It's just being right. loved. I guess when you come up in that type of world, you're really, you got to really change your perspective because the world is yeah. not built like that, you know? Right. Exactly. And that's just how black people are. I don't think, I don't think other cultures understand that about us, right. how we have fun, yeah. how we crack on each other. So if you go out into the mm-hmm. world talking about a group of people, what have you, it could be taken wrong, even though, yeah. you know, I think black, you know, we're loving people. I don't think, and I don't think we're ever, not, I can't speak for everybody, but I don't think the average person's intention is to hurt somebody's feelings or to mean them any harm so anyway but yeah i guess as a celebrity that's the price you pay you have to you you know publicly apologize to the public because of the the position you hold you know what i mean i agree i do agree that was that (laughs) that was great So I want to go ahead and get into the interview, let the people learn a little bit more about you and what you got going on, things related to that okay. your career. So this is this is usually my favorite part, the most exciting part. So <laughs> this is all about, it's really all about you now. So what would you say about your career now that you're a part of a television series 
and you have your own stand-up special. What would I say about what my career, just in general, just just in general, just in general, like Barry Barry Brewer. Now you're on TV. You got a stand-up special available on many streaming platforms. Oh man, Barry Brewer, <laughs> grateful, <laughs> gratitude. Man, I've been doing it a while, and to 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 continue and to start to get some some things that I saw for myself. I, I guess Barry Brewer is grateful. I can't say anything else just other than gratitude for mm-hmm. being able to see it through and to finally see some things start to come of it. And I think that's the that's a rewarding feeling to believe something that maybe was a stretch for most to see and finally see it come to pass. So gratitude is what I feel more so than anything and, and excitement for the the opportunity to showcase the gifts I've been fortunate to have. I'm excited and gra- and grateful. I guess that's the truth of how I feel. Very excited about my stand-up special. Uh, I feel like that's a one piece of work that really showcases, you know, what I'm capable of. And it's hopefully yeah. a lot more in the works. So, yeah, gratitude. Barry Brewer is grateful <laughs> is the word. Word, word. So, I guess, how long did it take for you to get to this point here? I've been doing it 17 years. Wow. Yeah, 17 years. You know, I think people don't understand, just the average person don't understand the uncertainty of this industry. You've got to truly believe beyond what you see, believe beyond your circumstances, because you'll get so many no's. And when I say so many, I mean so many no's before you'll get a yes. Mm -hmm. And your whole objective is working to hear that one yes. And after years and years and years and years of trying you know, it can really weigh on your spirit. So you've got to find strength and perseverance from somewhere to, to keep going. So when you finally do get it, you're not bitter about it, which I see a lot of people get. And so mm-hmm. I, I'm grateful. I'm just grateful that it wasn't in vain and that it that it was all I thought it to be. And, you know, there's so much more to go. I don't feel like I'm where I want to be. I'm grateful, but I have so much more in me and so much more I desire so mm-hmm. that I'm in a better position. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, that's my perspective on that. I, I feel you on that. You know, it's, it's it's crazy because leading up to this interview and, you know, telling people that I'm going to have you on the same show and, you know, like Barry Brewer and I tell them, you know, the show that you're on. Oh, that guy. I'm like, yeah, him. Like, oh, man. You know, I, I just hear nothing but good things about you, you know, as, oh, wow. as an actor and a, and a comedian. And it just... It made me feel like, oh wow, like okay, <laughs> like that guy. You know, I I, I, I didn't know he was somebody. Like, That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it always, I always felt like when, especially when I have somebody on my show, anybody that comes on on the same show is big in my eyes. But when I go around and I can go to people and you know, and they say, oh that guy, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they know they're familiar with you. It just. I'm just like, okay, wow, okay, this this guy is this guy's a big deal here, you know, and so I'm I'm super excited for you one, and what you said, you know, you because you made me think about podcasting, right? You know, I had somebody on here recently we were talking about that. It's like there's there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts. There's almost a million of them, right? And you know, one of the things you you said, you know, you're talking about as far as like it can weigh on your spirit. You know, because I was thinking about how, like, with there being so many podcasts, and one, but one of the things I realized is that nope, not everybody's out here putting out content consistently. And right. so I think about what you're doing. Not everybody's out here on social media doing their skits consistently. And then 
you know, working on like, you know, you're going to different comedy clubs and you're, you're working on your craft consistently on the stage as well. And now you're a part of a television series. You have a stand-up special and it's like all that, all that work is now, uh, you know, that is paying off and is showing, you know, it's like, and you're still doing it. That's what I really love seeing too. It's like, man, this guy's still on stage. You know, and he he's not just trying to ride the wave of having a, a stand up special and having, you know, being a part of a television series on BET, one of the biggest cable networks out there. Like he's still out there working on his craft. And so you, you you're definitely right. Like and so it makes it gives people like me hope because I know you and I have had conversations about, you know, just just, you know, being persistent and, you know, going after what you want. And so for me to have had a conversation with you and then to see you out here and in, in you know in the in the business and on social media and everywhere doing your thing still it it i i totally understand you know what i mean it, it and i can totally it you know it resonates with me you know being in the, in the position that i am with my podcast and seeing you do what you do as a comedian it's like okay yeah this guy is, uh, you know, you about it, about it. You know what I mean? Because, like, for people to, to be able to make it <laughs> as far as you have, like, you got to be about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, this ain't, I, I, as I like to say, this is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> oh, not at all. That is like, very true. <laughs> this ain't something you can jump in and say, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I expect to be as X, Y, Z. For you because i'm sure you've had your ups and downs and now you're at a point where it's like yo okay you paid your dues and you might still be paying your dues but you're you're starting to see the residual the, res, the residuals you know exactly, exactly. i definitely still plan paying my dues man. <laughs> you're right that's the perspective man and i hope that, yeah you know congratulations to you just to keep going and doing what you're doing appreciate and it. i hope that i just hope that most people listen and hope that whatever they have in front of them, whatever dreams and things they aspire to do, mm-hmm. young or old, that they believe and they keep going after it. And I know circumstances sometimes discourage us after our dreams, man. I just hope that, you know, the world is inspired to keep going after it because I think that's what, what life is about, is fulfilling what you were destined and purpose to do, you know, however they right. look at you. I'm sure it's not just a one thing. I'm sure there's a, you know, collective of things, but you know, I hope that my life and my my career and the things that I do is inspirational in that way that encourages somebody like, oh, man, look at him, man. He came from that and he got to that. Wow. Right. Maybe I can do it. And that they, you know, go after it and see that it is true, that it works, that it that if you believe and you work hard and you stay at it, it will come to pass. Like what you saw for yourself and what you dream, it will show up. You know what I mean? That that That's what I would hope, you know, that this is. This is why these moments are important and to do things like this and you doing your podcast is important. People, people are designing something like it's just, it's not just entertainment. People are looking for some substance and something they yeah. can pull from and pull to and something they can apply to their life that they can be fulfilled. So, you know, I think this is dope, bro. Agree. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. So let me ask you, who are, who are some of your, your mentors and, and maybe some of the people that have been very instrumental in your journey? so far well it's been several people who's been uh important uh, my granddad who passed away when i was a kid definitely mm-hmm. was somebody who always spoke to me and gave me wisdom since then i, I, I you know i had people to kind of instill different 
pieces in me. But right now, my uh, pastor, Hosea Collins, I would say is my mentor, somebody I can go to for wisdom. You know, he's a pastor, but he he's so wise and he's so um, grounded. You know, he's not so deep and spiritual that life is just about everything spiritual. But, you know, really yeah. taking the Bible and giving you some 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 practical you know perspective on how you apply that to your everyday life wherever mm-hmm. you are whatever place you're in you know what i mean you don't have to be super saved and you know what i mean for you yeah, to yeah, understand it and apply the information that he gives and so i'm very grateful man for him and meeting him years ago and just pulling on him and i've applied some things i've learned from him and my life has been a uh, better and a result of it and i really apply it to my career you know believing like like faith you know, like right. <laughs> believe in something you can't see that's not tangible right. right now. To believe something, no matter what everything speaks against, you believe past that and to see it come to pass, which is this. I had a moment the other week, um, my finale, our finale on BET, and I was at Tracy Edmonds' house watching myself on TV. And one of my co-stars took a picture. He plays Terrence. Uh, my boy, okay. Matthew plays Terrence. You know, yeah. he's the one who used to date the girl on the thing. So, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, shout out to him. He just took a picture of me watching myself and he sent it to me. And I looked at it, man, and it meant so much to me because, you know, we don't, you know, and it's just a mile, milestone, but we don't take the time to see when we actually accomplish some things we were wishing years ago. And like, man, I can't wait for this to happen or that to happen. And then it happens and you don't really take a moment to step back and, and appreciate it. Wow. And I was grateful for that feature, pr- p- picture, you know, that he sent me so that I could have that moment. And I had that moment. And so, um, yeah, man, my mentor would be past Jose. That's what you were saying. I got off on that because he was just talking about gratitude and all of these things. And so I'm just really appreciative of him and his words, man. But yeah, he's my, my mentor. And somebody wow. who's definitely helped me. Wow. That's, that, that's, that's great, man. That's really great. I, you gotta send me that picture. I, I, gotta, <laughs> I, I can only imagine, oh, yeah. like, you know, just seeing yourself on TV and you just sitting there watching it. Just, wow, man, that's dope. That's it's real dope. That's dope. <laughs> so I, I, I know you're, you know, you're, you're a busy guy. You got a lot going on now. Keep yourself busy to, you know, keep that way. You can keep things going on as well. One thing I'm always interested to know is like how how do you spend your downtime? What what do you do to maybe you know R and R? Funny, you saying that I'm running right now. I've been running for days. How do I spend my downtime? I like to go to the movies. Uh, I like to play ball. You'll find me a lot creating in the studio. I have a little studio set up, so create music. Word. I'll drop a little musical album in like two weeks. Yeah, um, <laughs> I saw. I find myself creating just, I don't think I have a lot of downtime because most of the time I'm thinking, even if I ain't doing nothing, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, oh, how can I maximize where I'm at in my life and my career? And that's the thing about creatives. Yeah, like, until I'm I'm, like in a position to give you work and millions of other people, I don't Mm -hmm. feel like I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean that. Right. Like, I got to get to a position where I'm not looking for somebody to give me a job, where I'm the giver of jobs and, and like, I looked at Kevin, went over uh, my boy Naeem. So I knew Kevin when I first moved out here, Kevin Hart. And Naeem is a comic that is always on the world, very close to Kevin. And he had a birthday party uh, not too long ago. I think it's March. 
mm-hmm. his birthday's in March or May. March, yeah, I think it's March or May, one of the two months uh, with the M. And um, went over his house, man, and I saw how he was living. And I was like, that's Kevin's successful now. Like, when your life, because of your life, other people's life is set, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, his boy could send his son. His, he could send his kids to college because of the money he makes working with Kevin Hart. You get what right. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, so I say that to say my downtime, I'm always thinking about how can I maximize where I'm at to become greater. So I, I find myself very a lot thinking, so I don't feel like that. But I'm a normal dude, man. I love playing ball. I love watching NBA. Like, that's my favorite thing to do. I'm a LeBron fan. Um, I like playing chess online. So any chess players out there, BBBJR um, is my chess name on chess.com. <laughs> if you want to, to play chess. Uh, yeah, I play chess. I always play chess for, with people all around the world. I do that in my That's downtime. what's up. What's something Keep else? Your mind sharp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. Like, I'll be sleepy sitting there playing chess just because I'm so into it. Word. Like, what's like, I'm like, I got one more game. One more game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tell myself that too, like, cause I I used to be a part of a chess club in elementary school, and I'd be telling myself, like, man, I need to play chess, man. Sometimes just sit down and play chess, you know, cause that I honestly believe that's a game that keeps your mind sharp, man. Like, just cause you got to be strategic, you know, and it just helps keep you on your toes and things like that. So I, that makes me really happy to hear that, you know, that you that's one of the things you try to do when you have some time, some leisure time that you know you like to play chess online. So. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to find you online, man, and play. Hey, let's get it. Hey, for real, let's do it. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I always like to give my my guests an opportunity to shout out anything they got going on, uh, in you know, any social media, any projects you got uh, going on currently or coming up uh, that you want to shout out to the listeners. So, if you got anything, uh, please do yes. do tell the listeners. Yes. Well, first of all, I would love for you all to follow me on social media. My IG is Barry Brewer Jr., B-A-R-R-Y, Brewer, B-R-E-W-E-R-J-R. That's on IG and Facebook, my my, my page on Facebook. Um, and my Twitter is Comedian Barry B. And my, my Snapchat is Barry Brewer Jr. as well. Um, I have a lot of things. I'm always dropping sketches on YouTube and um, Facebook. And YouTube is Barry Brewer Jr. as well. And I'm in, just follow me. And I have a project, a musical project I'm dropping. It's inspirational. It's called Lionheart. And it's about conquering um, conquering the things that you're afraid of. It's about um, going after your dreams, seeing them come to pass. And so it's an inspirational record. And I was inspired by that a few months ago. I was listening to certain songs on, on like people's records. And I was like, man, you ain't never heard of an album that just got this inspirational, like just motivation like you're on your way to an interview or you're on your way to a game or an athletic you know event or you you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying you can play right. you know what i mean or you trying to be some you got a business idea and you people doubting you and you're a little discouraged and you need to play a record that's going to inspire you to go after it of it anyway like this is what this album will be you know what i mean Word. records like that so so I'm excited, man. It's going to be, you know, a record. And so I'm going to drop that in a few weeks, and I'm excited about that. Word, word, word. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, so y'all definitely check him out, man. Like, Barry Brewer's a, a dope guy. He's hilarious. Uh, I definitely think he's one of the one of the, uh, the, the next 
a part of this generation's this next up and coming group of comedians that you guys need to be on the lookout for. Check out his stand up special again, Chicago. I'm, I'm home. home. Yeah. And <laughs> yes, thank you. Yep. Your short thing, short thing. And then also you can catch him on BET's Games, People Play. Uh, yeah. It's a great show. You know, so go check him out again. Follow him on social media. He's got some really funny sketches as well. Barry, I just want to thank you. Uh, I know you're busy, man. I just want to thank you uh, for taking time out of your schedule to come on the same show, to show about nothing and everything. I really appreciate it. Really <laughs> enjoyed. <laughs> really enjoyed the conversation here. And, uh, you know, it's always fun talking to you. So, you know, I, I didn't expect anything less of this interview. So it's, it's just one of those things where we're just having a conversation that's recorded <laughs> this time. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, you know, again, you guys, listeners, be sure again, you can always press rewind, make sure you go back again, take notes and, you know, check out Barry Brewer again. This is the same show, the show about nothing and everything. Episode 35. Episode 35. Hey, <laughs> thank you for letting me be. 35, special number. Let me, let me keep that in mind. <laughs> Yo, thank we definitely got to have you back on. on. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And um, so, again, thank you again. Thank you to the listeners uh, for continuing to follow and support the same show and subscribe. Make sure to tell your family, your friends about not only the same show, but about Barry Brewer. And until next time, again, this is the same show, episode 35. We're out. Peace.